You are now listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Major Jobs Podcast. Today I got to talk with Megan Freebeck, who is the CEO of Homeless Project Connect. In addition to that, she was recognized as a top 40 under 40 person by the San Francisco Business Times, and she was honored as a national changemaker by Michelle Obama at the United States of Women Summit, a top mentor to women in business four years in a row, and she was the founder of Simply the Basics. And I had the pleasure of talking to her, and she was so amazing to talk to, definitely extremely knowledgeable and a natural born leader in my opinion she knows a lot about business and she also has a great passion for wanting to help other people and i just love that about people and the ceo position is definitely a position that a lot of people have heard of before and it's actually more common than you would think so this source i'm not sure how credible the source is but creditdonkey.com says there are 248,760 people that are chief executives in the United States. And this is statistics from six years ago. So I'm sure that there's a lot more today. And that's something that really shocked me. I didn't really expect to be that many people being CEOs. But if you think about it, there are a lot of companies out there and as you know, every company needs a CEO. But back to Megan Freebeck, she was such an amazing person to talk to and I wanna say thank you so much to her for doing this interview. I know a lot of teenagers out there that want to start their own businesses, they wanna be CEOs, they wanna be the leader of their own thing. And Megan definitely talked a lot about what it's like leading a lot of people, but also a lot more than that. And I'll let Megan talk about it. So without further ado, here is the interview. So uh, I guess, I'll start with the first question. Um, what would you say your job title is? Uh, which sim- you want me to focus on simply the basics, right? Well, on you I, yourself. My... Okay, great. I am the CEO yeah. of Project Homeless Connect. That's the job that pays me. <laughs> uh, what would you say like your job description is or what do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, as CEO, my job is to really make sure the organization has everything that it needs so that the staff can do their job well. Mm. They do the programs and the work. I make sure that they have everything they need to be able to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And did you know that you wanted to be in a kind of leadership position from an early age? Um, I don't know that I ever realized I wanted to be a boss, but I was very bossy as a child so I'm sure other people knew it (laughs) and throughout maybe like I guess elementary middle high school did you know did you do like any leadership positions that kind of like made you want to focus on this path yeah I think that um the position that made me realize I had leadership qualities was uh I was a dancer in high school and I was you know elected to be the um dance team captain and there was I realized in that position there was a lot that I wanted to do and always felt like you know the whole team I didn't have the space to do it so I wanted I wanted us to create a newsletter I wanted us to go to additional competitions I wanted you know when I was given this this role I wanted to just do everything with it and so that was a big sign to me that I was never just going to do things at face value, that when given the opportunity, I would try to do it bigger and, and differently than anyone expected. Mm. And you still have that mentality to this day? Definitely. 
definitely. Mm. If you give me the space, I, you know, if you give me a foot, I'll try to expand it to a yard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And did you always know that you wanted to be like CEO from when you were looking for jobs? Um, you know, when I first graduated high school and even when I graduated college, I went to graduate school to be a writer. I was studying literature. And so I guess in wanting to be a writer, I, you know, I never wanted to have a boss myself. Um, when you're a writer, you kind of work on your own and you create your own structures and your own creativity. So maybe I didn't realize that I was going to end up leading a team. But I always knew that I was not going to be, um, you know, be one of a hundred people. That was never going to mm. be me. And how would you say somebody that's a teenager or someone that's like in college that wants to be in that job field or have like your profession, how would you say the job would be attained? Um, in nonprofit, definitely just volunteer all the time. You know, that is, it's more than just giving back to the community. It's a great way to learn different job skills, different job types. And it's a way that with very little time commitment, you can, you know, really build your skills. You can learn marketing by volunteering with the marketing department and events and fundraising um, and just, you know, really helping and supporting other people. So volunteering is a phenomenal way to start a connection in nonprofits. Anyone who is interested in becoming a CEO, I think the best thing you can do is first learn to be a part of a team because the most successes I've had as CEO are using the skills that I learned when I was a part of a team and thought about what I wanted from my boss and from our team. So the only way to really lead a team is to first work, learn how to work as a team. And I want to kind of focus on... I guess your your own experiences. Uh, what would you say you do on a daily basis? Like, what is the process like? Oh, uh, hmm. well, I, I start with a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I think that a big surprise once I got to the CEO role was most of my day is actually spent checking in with other people and making sure that they have what they need. Do they have their processes and tools? And are they communicating well? Um, and the biggest challenge was actually realizing that I would probably do the least amount of hands-on work as, as a whole team because my job is to really support other people to be able to do that. So I like to start the day, you know, rather than turning on my computer, I start the day just walking around the office and checking in and say, like, hey, what are your projects today? What are you working on? That really gives me a feel of what everyone's doing so I can be how to support them. It's a lot of meetings. <laughs> yeah, and then I do a lot of presentations, and I think that's a good skill to learn as well. Anyone who wants to be a leader needs to learn how to communicate. They need to learn how to talk, help people understand and what your what your offices do and your program. So, you know, practicing speaking to people and communicating and even public speaking sometimes is really crucial. And kind of like drawing from that, what would you say – are some more traits that people would need to have to be a CEO? Um, definitely communication and patience. Um, and I think a big, you know, learning that I've come across is 
you are not, you know, it is the one position. It sounds trite, but you're not friends with your team. You're there to support them and allow them to be friends, you know, allow them to build those relationships. So I think it's really important to surround myself with other CEOs and other leaders because we all feel a little bit lonely during the workday. So, you know, connecting to other people at different organizations and supporting one another. When you're an employee, you're often working with your teammates. But when you're an executive, you, you know, you're working with the public. Mm-hmm. And, and then I do like to puzzle. So that's kind of how I end the day is I come home and I make <laughs> dinner and I puzzle. <laughs> my oh, favorite. wow. Um, I guess kind of drawing from the collaboration, just who does a CEO work closely with? Um, I work a lot with my COO. She's the kind of operations lead. And I work a lot with the directors. Um, but I think that a really important thing I've done as CEO is is work very closely with other partnering organizations and going out to businesses. And so you spend so much of your day talking to other people in the community about what your organization does. And so working a lot with you know, one. You know, I'm. You do a, a presentation at Google one day, and then you do mm-hmm. your presentation to a, a grade school another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what I'm getting is the job kind of varies a lot on a daily basis. Absolutely, and I love that about it. Mm-hmm. I love that my day is always different. Uh-huh. Like um, maybe like an accountant would probably just sit at, at a cubicle and do the same thing over and over again. Exactly. And, but yours is like you know something different every day. Yeah, and you know what's so cool about being in this position is that if I feel inspired or motivated or just want to bring something else to the table, I'm able to do that. So, you know, we, you know, just felt inspired at one point to have a Shakespeare workshop, and we've never done it before, but I love Shakespeare, and I, you know, so just having the, um, being in the position where you can just go out and do that stuff is is pretty neat too. So if you ever get bored, you just say, okay, what's next? What's next? What do we do next? Wow. And what would you say is something that you would change about it? Like something that you maybe wouldn't like that as much about the job? Um, just that it can be a lot of time. There's never actually an end of the day. You know, you step away for an hour, you've got 20 more emails. So even when I go on a vacation, which I love to travel, you don't really get a vacation because you've got to do twice as much work when you get back to catch up. So it is very time consuming, but I think that practice helps you build into your life ways to to manage that. Um, and then finding ways to do other things. Like the reason I started puzzling, for example, is not that I even like puzzles, but I realized I can't email if I'm looking at a puzzle. Uh, Whereas when I watch TV, I can email. So if I really want to turn it off, I go to the gym. I do something that uses mm-hmm. my hands, and that helps. But it definitely it doesn't ever feel like you actually have a day off. And would you say like you kind of expected that when you first started, or it was just something that just came up and you didn't really expect it? Um, I expected it. I was given a lot of warnings and, and heads up that it would be like that. But at the same time when you really, really love your job, it doesn't feel like work in the same way. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind spending a Saturday working because I really enjoy what I'm doing. So kind of drawing from that, what would you say motivates you to be so hardworking at your job like every single day? What 
is the thing that makes you passionate about what you do? Um, when I see one of my coworkers achieve something huge, mm. that's amazing because I know that no one on the team can achieve anything on their own. And so being a mm. part of that is really cool to watch them celebrate that and watch mm. that new achievement. So that's really mm. motivating to me. Also, just knowing how many people are relying on me to do my job well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if in other jobs, I think if you, if you don't do very well, you know, it might not be as noticed. You take a day off, mm-hmm. people don't notice. But when I take a day off, it is felt by the team. And so that's motivation for me to do mm-hmm. well for them. Uh, what would you say is something that is unique about your job that wouldn't be present in others? Ah, uh, hmm. Sure, what's unique about my job, especially in San Francisco, is that I get to see the end of homelessness every day. And so, you know, I don't only see any more people who are sleeping outside, but I also know the people that we've helped get housed. And so I get to walk around the city and see it in a really different, more optimistic way than I think most people get. Oh. I don't think I kind of introduced what your company does. Like, can you kind of talk about what your company does uh, yeah. so that like people listening would get like some context? Sure. So the nonprofit I founded, is simply the basics, which I'm not paid by, but I'm still on the board of, is a national hygiene bank. Um, so we operate like a food bank, but providing hygiene needs. And then Project Homeless Connect, which is my day job where I'm CEO, We provide connections to people experiencing homelessness and problem solving so that we can end their homelessness. So we connect to them out in the community and identify what their barriers are to housing, and we work with them on going to help connect them. Sometimes we're simply providing, you know, prescription glasses and dental care. Other times it's, you know, housing and employment. But we, what we do is we identify their needs, and then we help work through them to to solve it. And what kind of advice would you give to a teenager who wants to follow your same career path? What would you say is like a path that they should take to get to where you are or like to like be something similar? On a personal level, surround yourself with people that get excited when you do well. You know, your friends, your family, whomever you're surrounded by, it should be people when you tell them that something good is happening in your life. They're so excited. They want to celebrate it because those are the people that are going to help you get there. Those are the people that are going to keep you motivated. Um, So just always surround yourself by that kind of that spirit. You know, there's a difference between you tell someone good news and they're like, oh, that's nice versus someone who's like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Let's go celebrate. Um, And then professionally, I think that the best thing you can do to get in this position is to just learn to work really well with other people because the whole job is not actually about how good you are at business. The whole job is about how well do you work with a team because you're going to be responsible for making sure that team works really well. So you need to know how to do it yourself. So joining, you know, group activities, even when they're frustrating, doing group projects, you know, joining clubs, anything where a team works together for a common goal. It's not being CEO is very little about your business strategy. It's about knowing the right people and leading them to business strategy. So you would kind of say that being a CEO is less business and more collaborating with others. Yeah, more leading people. Mm -hmm. Because it's the people who are doing the work of the business. Mm, And you're the one that's like, 
pushing them on or like exactly mentoring them them, giving them guidance Mm -hmm. motivating Mm -hmm. them they're the ones who do that job and you're Mm -hmm. the one who has to keep them inspired Mm. what would you say would be some unique experiences or stories that you can share that are kind of unique to your profession and wouldn't be experienced otherwise uh i think that Unique to my profession is a CEO. Do you mean like the position or in homelessness? Yeah. Or maybe just like just like yourself. What's something that you yeah. can experience, or like that you've experienced that has been like uh, uh, that's like just some fun experiences that you've had. Uh, getting to meet Michelle Obama. Ooh, wow. At a at a United State of Women summit, he was celebrating women that were in leadership positions. And that was a highlight for sure. That was a pretty cool experience. So you just get to meet incredible people. Wow. Who else have you met that uh, Um, you admire? Well, I've met the mayor, which is really neat, and a lot of politicians, a lot of people in the office. Um, You know, I met a lot of comedians who want to come and, like, perform and share a story, which is really fun. And I think that just meeting other leaders at companies, you know, meeting the CEO of Square, meeting, you know, these executives that seem like they're in a whole other world, but then you sit down with them and you realize, like, we're all just trying to do the same thing, which is run our businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would, how did, like, someone like Michelle Obama reach out to you and how did they, like, find out about what you did? Um, that's where it's so important to surround yourself with friends who celebrate you. One of my friends, uh, submitted an application. She had like a, a website up to like submit applications, nominate women that are inspiring. So it was a total surprise and a friend of mine nominated me as an inspiring woman. And that's how you got... Yeah, yeah that's how she she selected me and invited me to go to D.C. with a bunch of other women and I got to do this event. So I think that, you know, people who celebrate your success will help you be successful too. Wow. So what would you consider as successful in your line of work? I'm considered successful in my line of work when my employees say they want to come to work. When they say, Mm. this is a place I want to come, this is where I want to work for. Once you those goals and be there, you're doing really well as CEO. I guess this would be a kind of like asking about your future goals what would you say you want to do that's new or keep doing um i would like to what i'd like to do that's new is i'd like to have other uh simply the basics all across the globe so using Mm -hmm. that same model and having people start them up all across the world Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. would you like to be uh, a part of those um i still would love to stay at the top mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> definitely have other people manage them on the ground would be really mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. are you starting to do that yeah yeah we're starting to connect to other cities and build that toolkit out so it'll be really cool to see that in a few years uh i guess this would be like one final question mm-hmm. you're obviously like really passionate about what you're doing and you you really like you really like what you're doing and I think everybody can see that about you. How would you say someone like a teenager or someone that's in college, how do they find out what they're passionate about? Uh, uh, 
sometimes very accidentally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For me, it was accidentally. I was just volunteering at a lot of places. And Mm. my passion was writing and with Shakespeare. And I thought, how am I going to get a career in this? So while I was looking Mm. for a career in literature, um, I happened to be spending my spare time volunteering at a homeless shelter. And that's where Mm. I met clients and I realized that's what I love doing. So I think that sometimes it doesn't happen for a while. I was out of college when this happened. But Mm. what you realize is that one day you're going to find, you know, these are the days I look forward to and what is happening on those days that you look forward to. And that's what you should do. That's your passion. Mm. But it's okay if you don't find it for a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess I don't have any more questions. I learned a lot from this uh, interview. Uh, I really learned how important it is to be passionate about what you're doing and to love what you're doing and how I, I guess I kind of thought about CEO position as more business side but then after talking to you it uh it really like emphasized the collaboration aspect of it and just like trying to motivate people around you and trying to have people around you that can cheer you on and i think you have to surround yourself with people like that but you also have to be that person to cheer other people on and i think you do like from hearing what you do you uh you do a great job of that and i really want to thank you for doing this podcast interview i really appreciate it yeah you're welcome i really enjoyed talking to you as well i can't wait to to hear what you put out there and stay in touch and that was megan freebeck from project homeless connect i want to thank her first and foremost for doing this interview i really appreciate it and she's such a great person to talk to and also i'd like to thank you the listener for always supporting the show And I'd like to thank everybody that has been giving me feedback about the show. I'm listening to all of it, and I'm taking all of it into account. So I want to thank every single person for contributing to this podcast. Um, Again, I just want to thank Megan for doing this. I learned so much about what it's like being a CEO. You know, it's not about the business all the time. There's also a lot about collaborating with others and just learning from others. And that's so important. And that's something that I learned about it. I hope that you learned a lot from this interview as well. And other than that, I just want to say maybe uh, follow me on Instagram at Major Jobs Podcast, Twitter, Major Jobs Pod. And that's pretty much it. I don't have anything else to say. I just want to say thanks to everybody that supports the podcast. And I'll see you all in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. If you liked it, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Major Jobs Podcast. If you have an interesting career and want to be featured on the show, send us an email at majorjobspodcast at gmail.com with your job title and college major if applicable. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not.